So, hi everyone, welcome to the Behind the Curtain podcast. I'm your host, Justin Loy. This is a podcast where we take an inside look at an expat life. As an American citizen who has lived in Central Europe for almost 20 years, I'm going to take you behind the scenes to explore the joys and struggles of a foreigner. We're here with Eva Bashava, my friend. <laughs> um, Eva, you're in Canada, right? Um, can you tell me, uh, you've been in Canada for how many months right now? Three, four months. Yeah, could you, could you describe for me your like, highest point of your time? I think it was after my first test because I was really nervous. I haven't uh, actually studied anything for like six months after maturita. So I wasn't in the habit of sitting down, reading, studying from textbooks and study uh, school material. So I was um, kind of nervous if I, if I could do it. And after I got my uh, results from my first test, I had 100%. So I was proud of myself. And I think um, this really, um, I was sure I could do this. Mm -hmm. I wasn't before because it was all new. And I didn't think I was doing that good job because I failed so many times at so many things and I had to do them again and again. But after that first test, I, I was like, okay, you got this. Now, let's talk about the opposite. What was the moment when you felt like you were just at your lowest point as a foreigner? You come into Canada. What, what, what is one of your lowest points? The first week. The first week was really, really hard because I didn't know anybody. And um, I did everything by myself. I, got to, I researched the school. I applied to the school. Everything. I've been to Canada a few times, but mm -hmm. I didn't know how it worked there really because I've never lived there. And after I got there, I didn't know where where I should go shopping, how the buses work. Mm -hmm. um, so the first week I was just wondering and thinking if I can really do this because yeah. no one was there to help me and I had to make the first step to ask. Mm -hmm. I had to go find certain people and try to get them to help me, which was really easy because they are really nice and wanted to help me. Yeah. But it all, I realized that I'm on my, on my own. Yeah. And my family is across the world. Yeah. My friends, everyone. And I didn't really get the chance to meet anyone at the school yet. So making friends was also um, <laughs> hard, sounded hard. But after the first week when the school started, it, I, I stopped thinking about it. And then it just kind of... A lot of times, a lot of times as, as a foreigner, I think we have to initiate. You, you have to make that first initiate. And it can be really, really difficult. Um, one question I do want to ask you about, and you wrote this to me, and I found it fascinating. Um, you, you, you wrote to me a bunch of different things that you observed when you first got there. Do you remember any like uh, observations that you had that you just found a little bit strange about Canadian culture or that were very different than Czech culture? Yeah, the probably most striking is the small talk. Mm -hmm. um, 
I'm not really good at it. I, I, I seek deeper and longer conversations about not more sophisticated topics, but it was really hard for me to be quick with the answers, to um, quickly answer, hi, how are you? Good, I'm fine. And that's it, that you just go on with your day. But um, on campus, I also noticed, <laughs> I didn't write you this, but um, I saw a raccoon. Oh, really? A raccoon. Just I was walking uh, one evening and I just heard something like in the grass and I turned <laughs> and there was a raccoon. This was the first time I've seen it like in real life. And wait, wait, wait. So let me just interrupt you for a second. Sorry. So were you scared or were you like, oh, cute little raccoon? I was like, because we, we locked eyes. <laughs> so I was intimidated at first, but then he minded his business, I was just stunned. I, I, I didn't know what to think of it. So I quickly took a video and uh, sent it to my friend. I was like, do, do you believe this? I just saw a raccoon just, just wandering around campus minding their own business. You know, I think I'm called this podcast episode Locking Eyes with a Raccoon. <laughs> um, no, that's great. That's great. Eva, what would you say being in Canada now living there, studying there, what are some of the big differences between Czech culture and the Canadian culture in which you're living in? I think because Czech is such a small country, and even if it's not true, I feel like everyone knows each other and cares about them. And in Canada, even though I was in a pretty small town, Oshawa, um, it felt like no one cares. No one looks at you. No, no one cares. No one looks at you. And um, the anonymity is there. You, I felt like I could do more things without being judged. Hmm. I wasn't just watching my, each, each of my steps. And I could be more myself. Because also I was starting a new chapter and no one knew me. So I could just put on a facade or um, a totally new persona. But yeah, maybe it's not such a big difference in like population. Mm -hmm. But the feeling is there. That here, I feel safer. Hmm. Can you explain that? Yeah. Also, I think a good example of this is the first night I spent in my room, I was woken up at 1 a.m. by an Amber Alert on my phone. Wow. That was the first time that I got an Amber Alert and it made this like um, siren sound. I was scared because it said that someone was kidnapped and they're looking for a, a man. There was a description of a man. I've never gotten a notification like this so i was scared i didn't know what to do i didn't know if i was supposed to do something or just okay have it in the back of my mind and carry on with my life i've got more of more of them mm -hmm. but the sense of security wasn't there what have okay you've been there what have you learned about home since you've been gone check home, coming back. What are some of the things that you've learned about home in Czech Republic? 
that we are really good, educated and skilled people. Hmm. I would say that we know and care about the world around us. And I felt I like I'm skilled enough to do what I was supposed to do. That I was prepared and that I am more patriotic than I thought. Hmm. <laughs> that I'm proud of my country. And I was actually uh, seeking things that were from uh, Europe or like Slovak countries. Just small things. When I was walking uh, on campus and I heard Russian, I was like, okay, I, I know this. This is something familiar. Of, or if someone said, okay, this is from uh, Slovakia. I was like, those, those are our brothers. And I realized how, maybe not known, but how we influence the world. Mm. That people don't even maybe realize that this is, this is ours. We gave you this. But I was really starting to be proud of my country and of the part of the world where I came from. That's really insightful. Thank you. Thank you, Eva, for, for saying that. Um, now, on a pure, just missing level, is there something that you missed the most? Uh, outside of family, okay, you know, a lot of people will say, you know, in America, peanut butter. They miss peanut butter. What is something that you miss from living far away? From food, it's chleba, of course. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's bread translation. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I know it's cliche probably at, at this time, but the mountains. I realized it when I was walking on campus and then I looked at this parking lot and something, something didn't feel right. So I, I just stood there and thought about it for a second. And then, then I realized there's nothing behind it. There's just sky. And I, I got so used to seeing mountains everywhere here. Everywhere I looked, I saw mountains and it felt secure. I felt secure here. And I realized how big the country where I am now is in Canada. And the mountains don't do anything, but for me, they, they make me feel safe and they make me feel that I'm here on earth. Like there's something, the nature is part of my, my life. And even though Canada has beautiful nature, but I haven't had the chance to explore it in the three months, I felt like I'm just on a um, plank of wood. Hmm. Yeah. You know, um, first of all, first comment I want to make is that Classic Czech, always come back to the bread and nature. <laughs> um, but I'm looking forward to hearing your stories when you get the chance to see Canada more. I think there's going to be a lot. You'll come back for interview part two. Um, how do you think Canada has changed you? I think I realized that maybe it sounds bad but no one cares you can be yourself you can do what you want and you should because no one cares if you mess up or it's everything in your head it's it's all in your head and i i really struggled with being insecure about pretty much everything 
But I think I learned that when you step out of your comfort zone and try new things, you you become happier because you are finally you can focus on the things you want to focus on, not just having these intrusive thoughts about they're looking at me weird, I look weird, I did this, this is so embarrassing. Um, in your now professional opinion, you're, you know, welcome to the club yeah. of a foreigner club. What do you think makes a good, what makes a good foreigner? What does a foreigner need to do when, when they enter a new culture? What do you think that, what, what advice would you give mm-hmm. to someone who's uh, going to go to study abroad? You need to learn about the new culture and you need to be willing to um, adapt. But you cannot lose yourself and you lose your own identity, your own culture, because it is valid and you have... Um, things that um, you can bring them and show it to the other culture. It's important to respect it, but not change, not change entirely. Hmm. So you need to be careful. Like some, th- some, some things are very different and you can offend people. You need to be careful about that. But other than that, you should be yourself and embrace that you are different. You know, I love how you said that. Embrace that you're different. And I've learned that a lot in my life, Eva. Um, and I really think it's important for the foreigner. Sometimes there's opportunities to show other people. There's something about, let me show you something about your culture or something I've observed. Or, you know, here's something from my own culture that I can add to your culture. And um, I found that with my life in the Czech. And it sounds like you're doing that. Canada. Um, can you describe, how about this? Can you describe a time when you felt most accepted by Canadian culture or Canadian people or classmates? When would you say was a time that you felt accepted by them? Um, probably when I, it was closer to Christmas, so it wasn't that uh, long ago. I was walking to the grocery store, just just to get my groceries. And there were people standing in front of it. And I really didn't know what what it was about. But um, a few people had like tea and cookies and just hanging around. And they talked to the people who were just passing by. And they stopped me and just offered me tea, offered me cookies, and we're talking about the Christmas time. And uh, they were also um, a charity, so you could donate money. But um, the fact that they stopped me and they wanted to talk to me, they wanted to, I know maybe it was all for the money, but I felt like I really belong, that they didn't see me as, oh, that's someone we don't want here. Because they stopped other Canadians, I presume. And I felt like I, okay, I'm a valid part of the culture. I'm a valid part of the country. And that felt really nice. That's good. The sense of belonging is a really powerful thing. Okay, now I'm going to put you on the spot here. Um, 
Is there any cultural mistake or linguistic or language mistake that you made a story that you'd like to share? It's okay if not, but is there any story where maybe you said something or heard something wrong? Um, I don't know if it's because I'm from a different culture, but um, the small talk really gave me a hard time. So first, I, the first time I really got to experience this was when I um, passed by a friend of mine from the accommodation. I, I really didn't know them all like well, but they, we were just passing by on the hall and they asked me, hi, how are you? And I was just so stunned. So I just stopped and they were just, they, they continued walking. And then after like five seconds, I realized what they said. And I was like, oh yeah, good, things." And I just shouted that and like <laughs> turned around and they turned around and were like, oh, okay, great. And, and continued walking. I think they maybe didn't even expect an answer. It was just okay if I just didn't say anything, but I was so stunned and it all seemed so like in slow motion. I was processing it all so slowly and then I felt really weird. I'm gonna have to have a whole podcast on the communication thing uh, sometime, but that's a classic thing. That's awesome, Eva, that's great. Um, do you think you could see yourself living permanently in a foreign culture? Right now, yes. Really? Yeah. Um, at the beginning of my stay, no. I, I was so homesick and I really didn't... I was kind of angry at myself. Why, why I did this? Why, why would I put myself in this situation? But right now I feel like I, I know how to handle it. I know how to function in a different part of the world and different culture. So I, yeah, I, I could. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, I always tell people that being a foreigner is like, it's a, like a, once it gets in you, you can't ever take it out. Yeah. And uh, it sounds like that's happened mm -hmm. to you, Eva. Um, how, how did your family or your friends or BMA, the school we're at, um, how did, any of those prepare you for the foreigner life? By, um, I think by helping me establish my uh, opinions and be able to voice them. Because um, I feel like American Canadian people are very extroverted. And I noticed that in class, everyone wanted to talk. Everyone wanted to um, say, what they thought about this particular topic. And I wasn't really trying to um, focus the attention on me, but I feel like I had the courage to do it because here in BMA, we were encouraged to speak up and say what we think about it. And also English. I'm really, really grateful that um, I had the... Um, place where I could learn and where mistakes were pointed out. But not in a way that I was ashamed of them, but that I was encouraged to learn from them. That's good. Thanks for, thanks for that. Um, 
How would your life be different if you had never gone to university in Canada? I think I would be stuck at an unhealthy place mm. because I, since I was alone most of the time uh, in Canada, I really I needed to learn to love myself and to accept who I am and to understand my needs. And I had chance to reflect and just slow down a little bit. That's the most important probably. I had the time to really think about not maybe what I want to do in five years, but what I want to do in the next five minutes. You know, being over, I think being overseas, it, 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 it's amazing. No matter what culture you go into, it frees up time in your mind yeah. uh, to reflect, mm -hmm. to think back on things that you need to go through. Uh, I had that experience when I first moved to Czech Republic. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden I had all this time and I could, you're faced with things yeah. that you need to face um, in your life. It could be personal things, you know, whatever. And uh, so I... Exactly right there. Exactly right. I'd like you to f please finish the sentence. Okay. The foreigner life is challenging, but I think it's very beneficial. Um, maybe not only for you, but for the people around you. Because again, you bring something new to their life. You have new experiences and you can reflect those experiences in your behavior and maybe influence other people. I think it's an interesting experience and maybe it's not for everyone, but everyone should, everyone should be able to do it. Everyone should have the chance. And it's up to them if they decide they don't want to do it. But I think we're not um, in this world. We do not have equal possibilities. But this is one thing I think we everyone should have the possibility to, to do. Yeah, I was. I think I think traveling or experiencing another culture it opens you up. Yeah, and um, opens you up to grow, to mature. Mm -hmm. And that sounds like that's yeah, exactly what's exactly. happening. Just a couple more questions, uh, Eva. Um, what are you most thankful for uh, during this time in Canada? Technology. Really? Yeah. Explain. Um, I've talked with my mom and my sister on my phone every day. And without it, I would be lost. <laughs> Um, also, my phone was my best friend because I didn't know a lot of things. But in this time, you can research anything you want. And thanks to that, I was able to overcome a lot of, lot of um, struggles. So I really admire people who like, came to other country way before the internet and way before we had all those possibilities. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really thankful for technology. I can still remember, <laughs> you probably don't remember this, but there used to be dial-up sound. Mm -hmm. There used to be this dial-up sound that would 
whenever I tried to connect with the internet and it would take you a long time to connect with the internet because when I first came it was uh, with the internet and uh, it was just starting and yeah technology was a big important thing writing letters it's very cool however it doesn't give you what you need right now <laughs> um, you're going to be going back to Canada correct? Yeah. in your foreigner journey what are you looking forward to in the next few months? Mm, meeting other people. I really didn't have the chance to meet a lot of people because of COVID, but really experiencing what it's like to... I've heard stories from a few people, but they were usually from one area and Ontario is a really diverse community and I want, I want to hear uh, other people's perspectives on, on certain things, maybe on life. Like, I don't know how they view issues or how they deal with everyday things. That's what I'm probably most excited about. Cool. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Um, I, I admire you for uh, facing uh, going to another country and facing those things that, um, that you needed to face and being dropped into a foreign country where you don't know anybody is a really, really difficult thing. But it sounds like it's also been life-giving to you yeah. also. And uh, I, you know, I admire you for doing that. And um, thanks for coming. I hope you come again maybe yeah. to the podcast oh, and uh, uh, maybe after you've been there for a little bit more, we'll, we'll, yeah. you can tell us some more stories about what life's like in, in Canada. And sure. uh, so thank you, Eva, thank you. for coming. Thank you for listening to the Behind the Curtain podcast. If you want to get the show notes or have new episodes delivered directly to your phone, you can go to the website behindthecurtainpodcast.buzzsprout.com to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, any ratings, reviews, or shares are greatly appreciated. If you'd like to connect, you can write me at the Behind the Curtain Podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your questions and comments. This is Justin Loy. Take care, and I'll talk to you later.